Have you ever wished you could just bottle up this podcast and be able to reference your favorite nuggets whenever you need them? That's exactly why I wrote Parenting with Pride. It's filled with all of the stories, tools, and wisdom of Just Breathe, plus so much more. I cannot wait to get this book to you, and it will be available to ship on May 14th. But you can pre-order it now on your favorite online bookstore or click the link in the show notes. If you have a favorite independent bookstore nearby, ask them to order it. It is perfect for their Pride Month campaign. As much as I love bringing you this podcast, this book, Parenting with Pride, Unlearn Bias and Embrace, Empower and Love Your LGBTQ Teen is next level. Part instruction manual, part warm hug. It is what every parent, ally and open-minded curious listener needs. Order it today. Welcome to Just Breathe. Parenting Your LGBTQ Teen, the podcast transforming the conversation around loving and raising an LGBTQ child. Filled with awesome guests, practical strategies, and moving stories, host Heather Hester always makes you feel like you're having a cozy chat. Wherever you are on this journey, right now, in this moment in time, you are not alone. And here is Heather for this week's amazing episode. Welcome to Just Breathe. I am so happy you are here. We have reached the end of Pride Month 2021, but as I mentioned in my newsletter last week, our efforts matter and make a difference 365 days a year. Pride Month gives us a time to celebrate, to do some intensive learning, and to rejuvenate for the other 11 months of the year. I thought that discussing pronouns would be a great way to transition because understanding them and using them respectfully is a seemingly small but impactful way to make a difference every single day. My 15-year-old daughter Grace is joining me today to lead this conversation. They have been so helpful to me as I continue to learn. The longer you've been alive, the more difficult it is to change your pattern of speech. And on a deeper level, the understanding or your understanding of ever-shifting language. It is important to note the ever-shifting aspect because this is where some pretty fiery debate occurs. The meaning and use of words has regularly changed since the inception of language However, there are many who are quite uncomfortable with change and fight this reality with fervor and oftentimes ugliness. Social media and the wonderful, awful internet make the debate seem more intense, but the truth is there have always been those who have embraced change and those who have fought it. We can just hear all of the arguing better now. So what Grace and I would like to do today is share valuable information, tips, and experience to help you all understand the importance of pronouns moving forward. So to get started, Grace, would you like to share your pronouns with us? Of course. My pronouns are she, they, and he. And would you like to share why those are your pronouns? 
Of course. So I started out with she, her pronouns because I was assigned female at birth. And from then, I've recently just discovered that I'm comfortable with both, well, all three. And none of them seemed out of place when someone would refer to me with all three of them. So I've just learned to accept that all three fit me. That's really, really great. It must be a little bit of a journey to get to that. Um, I know that last night when we were talking about this, you asked me to use it, uh, to use he, just to see how it felt. Because oftentimes when things are written or you're referred to in writing, it's a little bit harder to get a feel. Do you want to share a little bit about that and how you kind of, it kind of occurred to you to just explore this, to see, you know, and what that feeling is. For example, I'm just going to interject really quickly. You said to me, um, you asked, referred to me as, this is my mom. He is a writer. And for me, that didn't feel right. But when I said, this is my daughter, Grace, they're going to be a sophomore at Nutrier. He really enjoys theater and art. How did that feel? It it felt really awesome because to me, learning something new about yourself is super exciting. There's kind of this new world of opportunities that you get because obviously you you want someone to refer to you as whatever you're most comfortable with. And when you start to question what you're most comfortable with and you learn the new things that you're comfortable with, it suddenly just, I don't know how to describe it. There's this feeling, I guess, um, that kind of just like bubbles up in your chest that maybe it's pride, but in general, it's just super exciting to feel and to know something new about yourself. And kind of maybe validating. Yeah. For sure. So I want to, we're going to back up just a little bit here so we can kind of start out with how to use pronouns, because I think that's maybe the biggest question that people have, um, especially those of us who are older and have always used pronouns in a very traditional sense and really never given pronouns that much thought as to their the meaning that they have for other people so could you just share a little bit about that before we move into some of the more the the deeper things surrounding this yeah of course um so the use of pronouns is pretty much like you were saying it's not you don't really second guess it too much when it's um straightforward or a cisgendered person you're referring to um so when i would refer to you you use she her pronouns so in a sentence you're just when you switch to someone who uses a different pronoun you're just taking another second to step back and replace what you would originally put and put that they them in there or he him in there just to go with what they're comfortable with. 
And how would you learn what somebody is comfortable with? What is Um, the best way to find that out? The best way is to simply just ask someone. When you meet someone new, uh, you always introduce yourself with your name. So you would just, instead of just saying, hi, my name is Grace, you would introduce yourself, hi, my name is Grace. I use she, they, him pronouns. And then they know what you're comfortable with. And that encourages them also to either share their own pronouns if they feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. right? Or also how to talk to you, right? And how to refer to you, which I think is just a really, really easy, um, you know, it's one extra little step in a conversation or for emailing, adding your pronouns in your signature, right? Are it's a super easy way to just let people not only let people know what your pronouns are, but help others feel comfortable, right? Yeah. So I kind of want to just since we since I brought that up, we're going to talk about that a little bit more, even though I know that was going to be later in our conversation. Um, because it's one of the things that you said to me a while back when we first started talking about pronouns um, is that you had said that somebody had questioned you about why you use your pronouns in your Zoom name tag. name tag. Thank you. I don't know why I can't remember that. In your Zoom name tag. And uh, you had said, which I thought was so lovely was so that other people would feel comfortable using their pronouns so they wouldn't be worried about being you know made fun of or bullied or discriminated against or just to add that comfort level which i thought was such a great thing especially you know the past year plus we've been on a lot of zoom you did school almost completely on zoom so you are on there with a lot of kids your age and it's a very very lovely just discreet quiet way to say hey you're okay right yeah i I like you for who you are and i just thought that was really really lovely so can you share some other ways that people could share their pronouns um and also find out what other people's pronouns are yeah um like we said earlier just asking the pronouns when you meet someone new and it is always harder if you've known someone for a long time but you can always just bring it up in conversation and if you're not comfortable maybe they have it where I've always put my pronouns is in any social media platform you put it into your bio and then anyone can access them very easily um so those two ways i think the simplest ways to know someone's or make yours more clear it's almost so simple you don't really it doesn't occur to everybody to do that right so that's it's this is not a difficult thing it just takes a little extra thought and a little extra time especially at the beginning when you're learning right So what happens when you mess up? When you mess up, you don't want to make it so... Of course, I think everyone 
or most people's first reaction is to apologize endlessly, which apologizing is, of course, super important, and you want to make sure you do apologize, um, but you don't want to make it seem so obvious that you just misgendered him. You just simply say, I'm so sorry, and then you can backtrack real quick, put their right pronoun in, and continue on with the conversation, unless they have something else they want to talk about, or if they intervene in any way, but just try to make it more, I guess, normalized, because it is an easy thing to trip up on in the beginning, so you want to make it known that you're sorry, but also don't make them feel like all their attention, like there's so like there's a spotlight on them. Right. And I think that, you know, in remembering that it's remembering that we're all human, we're all going to make mistakes. And so it's a little bit of having, you know, a little humility, um, and a little grace. It is not the end of the world. Okay. So moving on, is it okay for someone to, for one to ask questions, um, meaning let's say I don't understand. So again, last night we were having a conversation last week, we were having a conversation about this and and you were sharing things with me about yourself and about some of your friends. Is it okay to ask questions? And if so, what types of questions you know, what are really good questions to ask so that we can understand better that are good clarifying questions? Of course, it's okay to ask questions. Questions are an amazing thing because if you don't understand something, you, A, you want to figure it out. And then B, you asking questions already has another step towards them feeling validated because you are showing that you want to learn. You are showing that you are willing to accept them. You just need a little bit of help to get to that point. Like more open-ended questions, like why does that feel, why does that pronoun feel comfortable to you? Or what made, you know, they feel more comfortable than she? Mm -hmm. Like those types of questions, is that what you're kind of thinking? Yeah, that works. And also just like, questioning what does it mean like wondering because my dad he will when I first told him about she they pronouns obviously he was a little bit confused which is so understandable because it's new it's a really new and one of the questions he asked me was just what does that mean and I think when you ask something like why do you use them Whenever you're asking a question and if you're not sure about it, you can always ask the question and then say if you're okay with answering that. If not, that's completely fine and I understand. I like that. Just making sure they feel comfortable in the conversation and it's equal-ended. Sure. So they don't feel like they're under fire of questions or being scrutinized, Mm -hmm. but more that it's coming from a place of being curious and wanting to learn and wanting to understand. Yeah. And, you know, and again, everyone giving yourself grace to just know that you're going to mess this up and you are going to ask questions. The questions are going to pop into your head and come out of your mouth before you 
can stop them and that does happen. But part of this whole exercise is practicing being more aware and being more thoughtful with your speech. Yeah. Let's move into a little bit of talking about the possibilities of pronouns and all of the different ways they can be used and and, and what that might mean. With anything in the LGBTQIA plus community, it is never ending. There is never going to be a limit on how many pronouns you can use, what pronouns you can use, what your sexuality is, anything like that. It's never ending. And sometimes you don't have a label for it, but there's so many different possibilities for what pronouns you can use. Like I've currently figured out I use three, but in a month it could be anything else. Um, And going with that I use three, that doesn't mean I use all pronouns because there's so many more. There's So there's she, they, he, but there's also things called neo-pronouns, which is more just short for neutral pronouns. And there's things like Z, Zim, um, and it's spelled two different ways. There's X-E and there's also Z-E. And there's so many different things like that. And what do those mean? Because I think that is something that a lot of people have questions about. Like, what is that if somebody uses Z or the other one you shared with me last night was? Um, so for Z-E, there's two different combinations for instead of Z-E, um, so Z-Zim, it's Z-Here. So it's spelled H-I-R, but you would not pronounce it like her. It's here. Okay. And when would you use that? Or when would one, in what um, what instance or instances are those pronouns that one feels most comfortable with? So it's really up to the person uh, who's using them. And since I'm, I don't use them currently, I can't explain it as well. But for my understanding, because I know a few people who use them, it's completely, so they're in the neo-pronoun category. And that is because it is just another complete set of more neutral pronouns. So they're not, so there's the gendered pronouns, which is she, her, and he, him. And then they, them, zizim, and everything, that's all neutral. So... All of those, you. it's more when someone doesn't feel attached to any gender or they feel in the middle or something like that. But depending on the person, they might not like they or they might want more than just they. They might need other things or it just feels right. I think that is, it might be a confusing way to explain something, but it is probably one of the most accurate things I can say about pronouns for someone who uses three it just feels right there's something about it where you just it feels correct for you and you can't really explain it so much further because it's just how you feel 
I think that's actually a, a perfect way to describe it because there are many things in life that happen or that we come across or that we, you know, we decide to do because it just feels right. It just, and everyone has had that experience at least once in their life where they can say, oh, I mean, everybody can connect with that feeling. Um, and it may not have to do, you know, it may not be related to their pronouns, maybe related to something totally different. But I think you described that perfectly. It just feels right. And it, you feel connected to it, mm-hmm. which I think is just a really, really lovely way to describe that. Um, thank you. And that it really made me, uh, as you were talking about that, once again, recall this amazing article, which I've talked about many times on this show, that this is my daughter who shared it with me. I always say, my daughter shared this article with me. Grace is the one who found this awesome article. And, you know, the more that we learn and the more that we talk about this, the more that I'm like, oh my gosh, this person was so just spot on with talking about how everything is on a spectrum. And of course, this article was written very specifically um, in a, it was in a Christian newsletter or magazine, I believe. And it was a response to the whole um, thought of, you know, God made heaven and earth, land and sea, you know, moon and sun. And, you know, what do you do when there's dusk and dawn? Or do you freak out because, oh my gosh, it's an abomination because it's not in the Bible. No, of course not. You don't freak out. This is the same thing. And this, I go back to this all the time because this is all on a spectrum. And it is, I think this is one of the most beautiful things that is being discovered and really talked about right now when people find something that they really connect to that really speaks to them like your pronouns like being something that's not on the binary and being able to speak about that it just reinforces this the truth of this right and and this is you know one of the big things that's out there is oh there's so many more people who are you know coming out there's so many more people who you know what was it hasn't always been like this well it hasn't always been like this because people have been afraid to talk about it not because they haven't been feeling this way people have been feeling this way and have been connecting with this always so it is extraordinarily brave for you to come on here and talk about this with all of the people who are listening and sharing your experience so that I can learn more, so they can learn more, and so we normalize this conversation. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just I just appreciate my daughter so much, everyone. And and yes, she is my daughter. She just, we had this discussion last night too, because you're probably all wondering this. I refer to her as my daughter, but she has three pronouns that she currently uses. So these are all things that we are learning and, and I want to just validate it and, and learn how to do it better. And she's good at correcting me too, just so you all know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Unless there's anything, I know I just chatted for a long time about that article, <laughs> which I love so much. Is there anything that you want to kind of add to that before we move on? Um, well, I guess bringing up that everything in life is on a spectrum. You sometimes might just think, oh, well, pronouns are on a spectrum, which is true. Sexuality is on a spectrum. All these are never-ending spectrums. But life in general, anything you come across is on a spectrum. There's not just one thing or two different things. There's always going to be a middle ground and something between those middle grounds and so on. I think there's just, you forget to think about it that way. Absolutely. Because no one calls life a spectrum. It's not something you run into every day where it's like, oh, life's a spectrum, until you stop and consider it, where you realize how many things are on a spectrum. And it's all just these never-ending possibilities. And not everything has a label, and not everything needs a label. I think as humans, we like to put things into categories and it's uncomfortable when we cannot. And so I think that has become, you know, for centuries and centuries, a default, right? Just everything in a category, everything in a neat box. And that again, is one of the really, you know, awesome things about this is that it's, it's blowing that up. They're never-ending categories. There's never exactly. They're never-ending categories, and um, and I thank you for for sharing that because I think that's a really important perspective, and 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 also just giving everyone kind of the permission to think outside of those categories, right? And to really allow your mind to go to that place. I think that that's definitely um, can be scary for some people to allow their minds to consider that. And it's, this is giving permission, right? That's okay. This is a good thing. Anytime you allow your mind to expand and just absorb is a wonderful thing. So I know one of, this is one of the questions that we, again, we talked about last night was the difference between being gender fluid and being non-binary and how pronouns fit into that Uh, or don't fit into that. Um, Can you, can you share a little bit about that? Because I think that can be, that is confusing Mm -hmm. um, for, for many of us. Yeah, of course. Um, So my understanding of it, because I was looking into it a little bit more when I started to question if I also used he, him pronouns along with she, they. Because gender fluid is you don't have a set of constant pronouns. You can wake up one day with she, her pronoun. Like, do you feel comfortable with she, her and you don't want to use they, them, or he, him, or anything like that, 20 minutes later, it could change. An hour later, anything, any set of time, it doesn't matter. They just are constant. There's change. It's not a set of pronouns that they use every day. I use she, they, he pronouns every day, any minute of the day, and that's my constant set of pronouns. And gender fluid There's 
can be constantly changing. They can, of course, use a set of pronouns for a day or two days or whatever, but that doesn't mean they are always going to use those pronouns. So with gender-fluid people, you want to make sure you're constantly checking in with them to know or have them update you when they change it. So that makes it a little bit harder. Like if someone introduces themselves at gender fluid, then you're going to have to be a little bit more diligent in knowing how they want to be referred because it will be changing. And then the, dif the difference between gender fluid and any pronouns is you have to follow what they want at that current moment for gender fluid people and any pronouns you have to use a mix of any pronouns so it can be all the neo pronouns we talked about you can use all those you can obviously i would suggest checking yeah of course this is okay right before you go off and use these specific pronouns but normally any pronouns would mean any pronoun you know of, she, they, he, z, anything like that, they are okay with. They would like to use all of them. And you, when someone tells you they're gender fluid or they use any pronouns or they use multiple pronouns, you must use a combination of their pronouns. Obviously, with a cisgendered person, or someone who uses just she, her, he, him, they, them, you use just that one set. But when someone uses multiple or any or gender fluid, it does not mean you get to choose which one you want to use in a sentence. It means you use a combination of them. Like you referred to me earlier as they and he in a sentence, and that's correct. You use as many of them as you can you just constantly are switching them up so you're not constantly just being like oh this is grace she she her hers that sort of thing it doesn't mean oh one day i'm going to refer to grace as her or the next i'm going to choose they you don't get to choose that you just have to think a little bit more and use a combination of them because when someone tells you that they use multiple or any, that means they want multiple or any, and that's what they're comfortable with. And that doesn't mean as each individual person, you get to choose, okay, I want to use this select out of them. Just because they're comfortable with using she doesn't mean they constantly want to be referred to as she. And then what does, where does being non-binary fall into that? Um, non-binary would be any pronoun that isn't gendered. Okay. So non-binary could be a mix of the neutral pronouns, or it could just be they, them, or it could just be one of the other neo pronouns. Okay. So they might say non-binary, but you can always check. I would suggest always checking just to make sure you know which specific set of neutral pronouns they would like to use. Okay, that makes sense. So I think um, here especially, but just in general, one of our, our biggest tips 
one of our biggest lessons is asking and taking the time. This is going to take a little bit more time to, especially if you are, um, you know, if you have a child who is gender fluid, if you have a friend or you're speaking with or a coworker that you put the effort into just taking those few extra seconds to think before you speak, to really be conscious and respectful of what this other person is asking you to do. Is there anything that we've talked about that we didn't cover yet um, or any advice that you would like to give to all the parents listening, all of the allies out there, just so that we can be, we can be better so we can be more aware. Take the time to really understand and be respectful of any person you run into. And something I know we talked about before, this just came to my mind, is that running into people or if someone doesn't introduce their pronouns or it's just like a barista at a coffee shop or a worker and you want to refer to them, I'd suggest just using neutral pronouns. They might look feminine, they look masculine, whatever it is, I'd suggest just going to the making your default they them, making it a neutral default so that you're not accidentally misgendering someone. And in my experience, even if someone's pronouns are gendered, they're not going to feel misgendered when you use they them because people use they more than you might think to refer to someone. So it's just kind of another, like it just feels natural to them. They might not use um, they them pronouns, um, but it's just a good way to make sure they feel accepted and they don't feel really out of place. Because if they do use he, him, or neutral pronouns and you call them she, her, that can really hurt. And even if it isn't someone you know, it can feel so great for someone to refer to you the right way. And that goes with sir and ma'am, like trying to just make it more neutral in any way you can. Um, Because for someone to go out, like if they're transgender, it is amazing to be referred to as the right gender without even having to tell someone because that means they're passing that means they're they look how they feel on the inside their outsides match their insides exactly yes oh i think i was just going to reiterate the use of they them um that is something that has been used in language for a long time I can't give you a date on that exactly, (laughs) but it is something that we all use more than we realize that we use. Uh, They, them is used to refer to anybody and in any situation. Mm -hmm. So a little bit of this is giving yourself extra time to think through 
But there's also a fine line between being thoughtful in your speech and overthinking it. Because the overthinking is what leads to the, you know, effusive apologies and the, you know, going overboard. Mm-hmm. So and you don't is... want to go underboard either. Right. Like you got to find a fine line. There are a lot of fine lines. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to like kind of find what feels good because especially with misgendering someone, you don't want to make it too obvious, but you also don't want to make it seem like you don't care. Right. Like if you're just like, oh, and continue on, then it's like, oh, you don't really care. Right. Don't be dismissive, but don't be hysterical. Yep. <laughs> find find the, the line in between there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I think that was amazing <laughs> and really helpful. And I... I learned more today. I hope all of you learned so much today, but I just want to thank you so much for doing this with me. I was very excited last week, y'all, when Grace and I were sitting and talking and they were bringing up all of this, this, these topics and it was so great. And I just said, Hey, would you be interested in doing this episode with me because this is an episode I've been wanting to do for a while. And I thought who better to talk about this than somebody who is walking the walk, right? So walking the talk. So thank you so much for doing this with me. You're so welcome. (laughs) I love you. I love you. So I just want to wrap this up. Um, with some tips that I found um, in an article when I was you know, researching, as as usual, researching this topic and researching this episode. And I found a blog and a, and a podcast episode, actually, that I will link to this podcast as well, um, that was done by um, PhD um, in linguistics. His name is Dr. Kirby Conrad, and he had four really, really great tips, and they're going to sound so simple. But and it, because it's a lot of what we've talked about today, but I think they will all they will hit home and really help everyone out. So the first is, like Grace and I have just been saying a million times, slow down, plan your speech. Meeting another's needs sometimes means talking carefully and thoughtfully, which will feel awkward at first, but just do it. Number two, if you're incorrect, listen. Do not talk over someone if they are correcting you. Be humble and cultivate an attitude of awareness. Number three, don't make excuses, period. And number four, like we've also been saying a lot, if you mess up, correct yourself briefly and don't make a big deal out of it. You are human and it's going to happen. So one last thought before we wrap up for today, know that the kindness of effort is not lost on whomever you are speaking to or speaking with. You can go with one or both of my favorite mantras here, get comfortable with being uncomfortable or Embrace the messiness. Either way, just keep moving through it. Through, not around, not backwards, is the only way to greater understanding 
empathy, and allyship. Until next time. Thanks so much for joining Heather today. Remember to just breathe. Take a few minutes every day to calm and center yourself. Reach out anytime with ideas, questions, or feedback. Please rate and review Just Breathe on your favorite platform. Subscribe to Heather's website, www.chrysalismama.com, to receive her monthly newsletter and stay informed. Join the private Just Breathe Facebook community to chat with other parents and allies. And share with anyone who needs to know that they are not alone. Does the thought of using pronouns respectfully or understanding certain terms in conversation make your palms sweat a little? No one likes that deer in headlights moment. So many of you have emailed me with questions on this topic, so I thought I'd put together a free guide so you can have all of this info just a click away. Pronouns Made Easy covers pronouns, of course but also includes information on some of the most common confusing words and concepts, as well as a list of timely resources. Who can say no to a free lifeline, right? Just click on the link in the show notes or on the gorgeous graphic on the Chrysalis Mama homepage and a free copy of Pronouns Made Easy and a huge sigh of relief will land in your inbox.